Anyway, I want to thank you, Daniel, for taking the time to be here this morning. Absolutely. Thank you for the invite, and a very good morning to you. Yeah. You came in here. Do you work out every morning? I try to. Is that right? Yeah, I try to. So what do you do? Do you go into the gym or do you go swimming? Uh, I go into the gym. Uh, I... I was a big fan. I'm, I am a big fan of um, something called F45. It's functional 45. Talk, talk to me. What there, is that? It's, it's kind of like um, you just need 45 minutes to just sweat, and it's very functional movements so that, you know, everyday movements to, to, to just support your lifestyle and... They have one in Tokyo. I mean, it's oh, big this is the a place you go to. Yeah, so they they have a ton of locations in in the U.S. and Australia, all over the world. Okay. Um, so I, I figured, you know, I'd, it'd be pretty easy to find. I was stuck in Korea for 15 months, and that kept me alive. And, and they had it there. Uh, yeah, yeah, they have okay. a ton over there. Um, okay. It became even more popular through COVID. But I was surprised. I was un I was unpleasantly surprised that we only had one in, in Japan and it was it's right down the street in Hamamatsucho. <laughs> Function 45 is what it's called. Uh, F45, yeah. F45. Right. Yeah. But who, what, what, what's the basis part? It takes 45 minutes for you to work out every day. Yeah, and, and it, there's a really good mix. You're, you're changing up your workouts every day. Um, there's cardio, there's strength training. It's not like like hardcore kind of like CrossFit. It's not okay. like that. You're not it's trying to build mass. No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, I mean, look. <laughs> no, no, but I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't, it, you could have just started two weeks it's, ago. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. it's supposed, it, I think the, mo the mantra or the motto is like team training and life changing. So it, the fact is you're working alongside and uh, training with, you know, everyday people and it's everyday movements so that you can live a healthy lifestyle and it's it's more than just you know trying to you know get get you know get ripped up or um but it, it's just something that's sustainable okay so i i would do that uh, unfortunately the earliest class that they have is six forty-five in in the morning and right. it, it just it became so tight so i was doing it for like six months and then coming here to shower sauna and then you work out there then come here they don't have facilities there uh, they do, but not as nice as here. Okay. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, right, when right. you have thirty people right. finishing uh, right, a training, then and then you're, you're, they're you all waiting wait. for the two showers and things like that. So, I mean, um, I, I'm a big fan, but yeah, I think as soon as they get some earlier classes or my my schedule changes, then yeah. then I, I so I think a couple months ago I started you know coming back here lifting. Um, and the, and the facilities are great, and I think they just recently had a How long have you been a member here? Uh, I, since I arrived in Japan since last August, so, okay. yeah. All right, where were you born? Tell me yeah. that. Born and raised in Chicago, okay. in the inner city. Okay, uh, so in the inner city? Yeah, in the inner city, so I'm not one of those that say I'm from Chicago, but I'm actually from Barrington or right, 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 you know, some outside. suburb. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. no, no, I was born and raised in inner city. Uh, product of the Chicago public school system. Very okay. proud about that. Um, You're proud uh, about that. They have a good public school system. No, they have one of the worst. In the then country. why are you proud of it? Because uh, <laughs> you made it through. I, I'm proud that uh, yes, to to sh to say to show that um, you know despite the you know the lack of resources or the challenging environment, it's more than just the school. It's you know the community. It's the family. And so you can succeed. You can you can come out, and you won't be a product of your circumstance. So. Wait just a minute. Wait a minute. But yeah. what's your ethnicity? 
Uh, so my parents are from Korea. Okay. Uh, so they were immigrants, I think, in the early 70s. Well, not I think. I, I know, you know. in the early 70s. Um, are you the only child? Uh, I have four older sisters. You're the only son. I'm the one and only son, the youngest. <laughs> How many years between you and your oldest sister? So uh, six of us, uh, five of us um, in six years. So, so 1979 to 1985. My parents were not joking around. <laughs> I wouldn't say I was not joking. No, parents I, said they, I said they weren't joking around. <laughs> they so were not, si Are yeah. they still together? Are they doing okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're, oh, they're great. Right. They're, ba they're still in Chicago. Um, and your sisters? How are your sisters doing? Uh, six sisters are all doing great. They're, they were spread across the U.S. and one in D.C. area, one in Tennessee, Atlanta, and then a couple around the Chicago area. Because you have five sisters, you said. Uh, four sisters. Four, si four, four sisters, sisters. Five of you. Uh, yeah. Four sisters. Are you close with all of them? Yes, yes. Because you're the only boy. Are they close with each other? Uh, it, it probably even closer with each other than you think so? with me. No, come on. You're the only boy. You're the one they got to beat up and do all kinds of stuff to uh, yeah, make no, up, do everything with. Yeah, no. I, I, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> I... I don't know how we ended up the way that we ended up, but yeah, nowhere close family. And right? um, was dad was your father really a part of your life? Uh, my father was a part of my life. Uh, tremendous respect for my father. He was he was just working his tail off. I mean, what did he do? What did your father uh, do? So he was. Come it, on. It's a, I mean, it's a long story, but uh, so. Um, he went to university, Seoul National University, which is kind of I like know. the Tokyo University. Uh, Todai, I know. Yeah, he went for political science, I want to say, because okay. um, he wanted to, he had this dream to reunite North and South Korea. Okay. Um, and he was an orphan. Uh, with a family of four siblings. So he doesn't know his, he doesn't know his siblings at all? No, no, no. no. He, they, st they stuck together. His, his but, they were, but they were orphaned? Uh, his parents passed away, unfortunately, in a tragic um, you know, carbon monoxide with the heater. Uh, 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 the, yes, they have another floor. So yes. like he was nine years old and his parents passed away. Um, but his oldest brother, you know, wherever they were orphaned was adamant that they need to stick together and that's not and easy when you're, when you're when <laughs> you're four children i think some i think there was an american family um maybe a missionary family that you know that sponsored them and so they were they were sponsored and i mean i don't know all the details but long story short his brother you know willed it out of them you know put them all through college worked and then his father also attended the same, I mean, his brother <laughs> attended the university. Okay. You know, his sister married one of the professors. So they, they, they all became successful through academics. They channeled all their energy through academics. But then my father, you know, uh, found, uh, found his faith during his college years. He became very religious. Uh, very, yes, very okay. religious. And in a, in, in a life-changing way, he decided to leave. He was, upon graduation, you know, he, he became a missionary to the U.S. And Was he already married? Uh, he was, he got married to my mother, and she was already in the States. And was she already part of that faith, too? Yes, yes. Okay, so, right. but they, they, you know, so they met at church, um, and then... Uh, my mother actually went to the to the U.S. first to New York, I think, as a nurse, mm -hmm. and um, and she has a, an incredible story as well. But uh, um, but and then she came back to kind of get married in in Korea, and then they both went. And that was I think he was 22 years old, and 
And you can just imagine the backlash from the family. No, wait, wait just a minute. Were they, were they both already speak? Your mother had already learned how to speak English. Yes, they okay. both. Uh, I, I wouldn't say that they were, you know, uh, well articulating. But they uh, understood enough English to be able to get by. I think yes, they okay. must have. And I, I don't know all the details, okay. but I, th I, I mean, they had to learn English. Okay. Do you speak Korean? Uh, so there's a story to that. I, I, I speak some now, but I grew up... Um, speaking only English, right? Uh, not only speaking only English, but refusing to speak Korean when my parents spoke to me well, in Korean. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're the youngest kid, and they tolerated it. Had you been the first, uh, they would have come on. Uh, absolutely. And the so only I'll boy, too? <laughs> yes. Come on, man. So my sister... So <laughs> yeah, so I, I was, I was, I was uh, quite rebellious. You could do whatever you wanted, man. You knew it. <laughs> No, I was I was actually quite bitter about this Christian faith uh, wait, that wait, my parents that started. Wait, wait, wait no, no, wait. Let's forget. Let's don't not forget that you were a little baby mm -hmm. born I in was. the states. All you knew, they spoke to you. Did they ever speak to you in Korean? When they you tried. Up? They tried. When you were growing up, and they tried to teach me. Uh, all my sisters learned the language. Okay, right, right. You know, every Saturday, yeah. every Sunday, we were we were studying. Okay. Uh, uh, and you still did that. You did that too. Oh, I know. I refused. Um, it got away with it. Uh, I I got a lot of beatings and. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> yes, I did. By dad or by mom? Uh, by mom. Uh, so my mom Are is you my mom is the one that you know uh, willed the son out of the <laughs> out of uh, out of for the family. I mean, she is quite traditional in the sense that um, she really wanted a son. She needed a son. She needed. She an needed heir. a son, and I think she needed a son for my father. Yeah, right. Even course. though my father could cared less about yeah, any know. of that. No, I, I don't. My father, I think, okay, even I to you. this day, I think, he's he's one of those really gentle souls. Okay. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I'm sure his upbringing had to do with it, but uh, being orphaned um, and everything else. He, yes, and he was. Uh, I think my mom, again, being traditional, and I don't understand this, and I think there's some similarities maybe in Japan, but, um, you know, continuing the family line. So my grandfather, my father's father, had, you know, four children, and, you know, none of them had, they had all daughters, and so my father was the youngest son, and the only, only chance. Only chance to have us. So my mom, um, I you know, you. just I would you. not give up, and we weren't—they were not in a position to be having children. I mean, that means they didn't have the financial means. They did not, and I think so. When I was born, I was like, "Why are we? Why? Why, why did you? First of all, come why did you keep on doing it? Why did well that? And like when I hear the, you know, you know, the life that they could have had in Korea, and from my, you know, uncles and whatnot, and. It's just like, why did they cho choose the, the tough path? Right. And then why did they have so many children? And like, and so we grew up You were quite thinking poor. like that. You yeah, were yeah. thinking like that. And I, wait, 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 I was okay, quite beat. Now tell, me, was your school, now tell me, was your school predominantly black? Uh, it, was, it was very diverse. Uh, a lot what of Mexican, a lot of African, a lot of black people. Well, what was the percentage oh. of Asians then? Um, I would say, oh, I, I would say there was probably 20, percent Asian, okay. uh, Asian because of Indian and Vietnamese oh, that's and Cambodian. The right I mean, some of my but best friends are Cambodian okay. <laughs> um, that I met in, right, in grade school. I understand, so. I understand. So quite diverse, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> in, in, the, in the best way, I mean, I, I look back and I, I'm I very, I'm very, uh, uh, I'm, you know, just so thankful for the experience and, 
And you know, my circle of friends, we, we talk about, you know, uh, you know, only because we were raised in that environment, in that circumstance, can we have an appreciation, can we understand others. So Chicago has this very, I mean, Chicago public school system, um, I think I can rag on it on and on. I mean, it's just probably one of the worst uh, public school systems in the U.S. But one of the things that makes it even more sad, and I think there's even more opportunities, is it's, there's a selective enrollment program. What is it? It's called a selective enrollment. Okay. And I don't know if there's a different name, but okay. they have this testing system. So you have, you have like a very big separation of the have and have nots, even in the city gotcha, of Chicago. Gotcha, gotcha. And so you have you know, some of the best schools in the state of Illinois, some of the best schools in the, in, the, in the U.S. are in the city of Chicago, and the Chicago public schools, where you don't have to pay a dime to get to, to attend, but you have to test into it. And so you have like a tenth of a percent that of, a chance of, getting, of getting in. Of these good, good schools. Of these good schools, and it's the people that have the money that will then buy, purchase a second or third home in Chicago and for the hope that their children can attend these, because these are better than some of the best and private they're schools. Nothing, I got and they're paying nothing, And they're paying nothing. It's not even about the cost, it's about the, the resources that are there and the, the world-class teachers. And so, I mean, I, I, I'm privileged and I had the opportunity to attend starting in seventh grade to Whitney Young, which is an amazing school. Whitney Young, um, they have an academic center, you know, some of the best athletes coming from Chicagoland area coming out of Whitney Young. Loved the school, but then there was an even better school that opened up my first year of high school, Northside College Prep, and, and this is where I think for 300 spots there were like over 35,000 you know, applicants. applicants, and it was, it, and that's where I really saw you know, what you were talking about, the like, spirit, you know, yeah. and just this, the separation, and I mean it was a horrible, a high school experience because these people were like geniuses and I was actually bringing the average out. Here I was a straight A student till, till I, I reached high school and now I'm below average. But I mean I think that was kind of like what I realized, wow there's just so many different people and I think for a big majority of you know my childhood you know I, I, I met like what I felt like were real people, everyday people from the hood, from Chicago, and um, and then being taken away from that and being put into this environment. Of course, I have to be grateful because of the education, and you know. But but yeah, I I, I struggled in high school. I really didn't enjoy it. And what kind of kid yeah. were you in elementary? Then elementary and junior high school. Were you more academic or were you more physical? Um, yeah, so... Because I know you were, rebe you were rebellious at home, and you, <laughs> you got uh, uh, yeah. chased around the house a lot. It, it's going to sound like a sob story, but, uh, <laughs> like, my, my parents, they, they worked their tails off, both working full-time, raising five, uh, five children. Um, they channeled everything through, you know, just trying to give their children every chance that they could. Was and your father be doing missionary work or was he working? They somewhere? were both very involved with the church, but he, he so he, he had this education, going back to my Come father's story, he had this education, he could have done anything he wanted in Korea. In Korea right. He came, he had to, he couldn't speak English, actually now that I, I he no. couldn't speak English, so the only job he could get was uh, as a stock boy, okay. working, okay. working okay. in the back, um, 
back then they had these application processes where you had to take tests and he just did remarkable on the test so they're like oh my goodness this guy's high potential he gets a job at Illinois Bell which was the telecom you know the the phone line you know pretty big uh, company but he couldn't speak English so they actually put him in the in the stock room where he was just sorting mail or whatever and and um, and my mom was, you know, nurse and, you know, working her you know, crazy hours on call. And, and he decided to go back to school. Well, he started studying English and then decided to go back to school, get another degree. At the time, it was computer. computer uh, computers were the big thing mm -hmm. in the 70s, 80s. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, you look probably a lot younger than you really are. Uh, yes, yes. Okay. So I, I, I'm, I'm 38. You see, you look like you're in your early <laughs> 20s. And people, that's, I'm sure you have, that's an issue for you sometimes, too, when you oh, have to deal yeah, with people. Yeah. I used to have, I can say that now, but I'm 70, but when I was really oh young, my, my sons always, I mean, my sons have that problem now. Uh, but I know you, so you're I, 38? I, yeah, 38, I can absolutely yeah, relate. I think for a good Sheesh. 20 years, 15 years, I wanted people to take me serious. I put the, the glasses on yeah, to look more mature. You tried all kinds of stuff, you're right. <laughs> And and now I now I'm enjoying it, you know. People yeah, now like because you, yeah. you've already you've already established yourself right, now, right. so you don't have to. Are you married now? Uh, married. You have kids. Two, two children. How old are your kids? Uh, I have an eight-year-old daughter See, and a four-year-old son. Yeah. So you've done the grown the boy thing. So you're good. You got your boy. You got your heritage. Uh, you know, I, you know, honestly, I I was. <laughs> I think I had so much pent up like trauma or uh, bitterness that <laughs> I was like, I'm yeah, happy. I'm happy with two daughters. I'm That's happy right. with you two know one daughter. Actually, actually, I would have been happy with one daughter. I mean, I, yeah. Is your wife is your wife Korean too? She is Korean. She's from Korea, and it's How it's so happen? interesting because um, I was anti Korean. For, for I can imagine you were anti a lot of I stuff. I was a anti a lot of stuff. Okay, yeah. wait, so, but, uh, so were you going up, because that's really interesting, but I don't yeah. want to take all the time on that yeah. this time, because we might talk again. Yeah, wait, sure. Wait, well, let, me get, let me find out if we're going to be talking again. How long have you been in Japan? Uh, eight months, eight, nine months. How long do you have here? It's indefinite. I mean, it could be... Who do you work with? I work for Zurich Insurance. Okay. Yeah, I started uh, with them in Zurich, Switzerland, in Corporate Center about 12 years ago. Uh, then spent time in their North America headquarters, which is actually right outside of Chicago. Um, okay. So it brought me back home, um, which is I was intentional so that I can settle down and actually give uh, the relationship that was long distance with my now wife a real shot. So oh, is that right? Yeah, How so old were you when that happened? Uh, so that Early was 30s? ten years ago, okay. ten, eleven years ago that um, brought me back to Chicago. So I was one year in, in Switzerland, and then. Um, she was graduating university and she's like, you know, I'm going to go back home. To Korea? Yeah, to Korea. Uh, she wasn't interested in actually, you know, staying in the U.S. Um, uh, if there was nothing holding her there. Wait, wait, you said you were a little anti at first at one time. At, at yeah. a time in your life, you're anti-Korean. Yeah. How did that relate? How did you meet her and make that happen? I, I met her as I matured um, a bit. Uh, 29, and, uh, 28, 29. No, I 27. met her, I think I was 26 when I first okay. met her. Got married at 28. Um, but uh, the reason why is that I, I, I never would have imagined marrying some a uh, Korean and right. someone from Korea was because I think I tried 
I tried this dating thing quite young during high school, and my parents were like absolutely against it. Against what? Dating Again, who? dating, just dating in Period. general, okay. um, because they wanted me to focus on myself, which right. is reasonable. But then when I actually started dating, they were so against, you know, um, anyone outside of Korean. Outside of Korean. Okay, gotcha. and, and so then that made you want to have that even exactly. More. And I was just like, you know, <laughs> so racist and you know, like. You didn't get, <laughs> I can't stand you. I'm gonna get the whitest, blackest woman I can uh, find in my whole exactly, life. Exactly. Exactly. That's you. exactly what I was. Uh, <laughs> you know, and I, I think I even, uh, I, I promised my myself, and I, you know, made the promise to my parents, like you are going to regret this. And here I am, ten years later. <laughs> happy, a happy man. Happy man. Married like they wanted you to. They put that in you. Yeah, That's so, weird. yeah, so I mean, my wife is an angel, and uh, um, actually, she's the reason why I, you know, I, I didn't know that if she spoke English or not, so I was like then looking for all the Korean books that, you know, I was supposed to be learning and all the alphabets and things so that I can actually, like, communicate, communicate with, with her. her. Uh, I met her. I met her in passing. She, she was living in Chicago for, I don't know, at least you know, eight, nine years at the time. Um, I was not living in Chicago. I was, uh, went to work in down south Illinois, Urbana-Champaign, uh, did grad school there, and then I, I was uh, traveling for work. What were you studying all this time? What were your studies? What, were you, what was your interest? Uh, so my, my background is finance. My okay. interest is always um, making money. Uh, period. Period. Yeah, I mean, just from a young age, uh, I started working what's quite the early. What's the end goal? Uh, so that I can be independent okay. and not uh, in the same position that I was growing up in, uh, in terms of property. Um, you but know. are your parents doing okay? Pretty good now? Oh, they're 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 they're. Com they're doing very comfortable. Yeah. Your sisters are doing good too. Um, they're all very, very. Did successful. they all get married? They all got married. They're so all you've been quite an uncle. You were an uncle a long time ago. I have eleven nieces and nephews. <laughs> so yes. <laughs> yeah, when we get together, it's it's twenty five of us or something, and which we did last uh, last Christmas. And your parents holiday. are feeling so proud. They sent up there saying, "But it meant something. It worked." Oh, they they love it. Those I beatings. Mean. Those beatings had some. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 it, it sounds worse than it. <laughs> I it, know, no, but listen. It's, I know. It's, but as a kid, it's traumatic. It really is. It, it was. Um, <laughs> It was like, you know, she would take out this belt and I'd be like, hit me as hard as you want. Are you serious? You take <laughs> oh. it? You take it? Oh, yeah. I mean, I was, I was a brat. I was, I was this <laughs> rebel and uh, I was just, I mean, I... Do you, see it, do you see that in any of your kids? Oh, Which my daughter. Kids? She's, she's, my daughter. She's got you all in her. And my mom would tell <laughs> me this, like, and I, and I, and I would just like, you know, just ignore her and, you know, make some smart comment back. She's like, oh, your children are going to treat you the exact same way. And sure uh, enough, <laughs> sure here she comes. What's your daughter's name? What's My daughter's Priscilla. Priscilla. Uh, and she's, her, she's, she, she is going to be and she's a eight force years old. to she's be eight years reckoned old. with. Yeah, she is the most independent, like, um, strong-willed eight-year-old mm -hmm. that I'll come across. But I love it. I love it about her, and she's gonna, she's gonna, she's gonna change the world. Um, That's yeah. beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. And your son, what's his name? His name is Nathaniel. Nathaniel, and okay. he is uh, he takes after my wife uh, in the best ways. I mean, he, and also his grandfather, my father. He's very gentle, very considerate, and it's it's incredible. Just fatherhood, and I'm sure mm -hmm. you have.
so much more. Yeah. yeah. So like just yeah. just seeing how they grow up and how they learn and develop. I mean, it's just incredible. I can never imagine the th the things that he says as a four year old that I would have never considered. And just how considerate he is, and you know. Um, this is your father. My 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 son. My son. Your son. What he says it it he's four. He's four. Like, uh, so he's just... Yeah, th that's true. The, it is amazing what, you, what they come up with. You think, I didn't teach him that. No. no. How could he know that? Right. And you know there's something else working. Yeah. That yeah. makes him hot. And why does he sit that way? Why does he move? Yeah. Come on, you, you know that yeah. DNA is a strong thing. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. interesting. Yeah, we're really enjoying uh, parenthood. Um, you know, it's weird in COVID, but... Uh, uh, so you've been in Japan for how long now? Uh, since months. last August, so last August. eight, nine months, um, but it's, it's been a journey. I mean, we were supposed to be out here in 2020. Um, from where? From Chicago. Okay, um, Chicago. Accepted a role to come support the business, uh, the branch out here, Christmas Eve of 2020. And, and I mean, that was kind of right in the middle of, you know, COVID. And it, I had to support the business from there, which was just crazy. Is your wife working? Uh, no, she's not working. Okay, so um, she can stay home and be with the kids? She's working, but she's got to be with oh, the kids. Oh, she's working uh, nonstop yeah. around the clock. Um, does she want to do that? Does she ever, does she want to work at all? I, I want to be careful because oh, be careful. I, I've got some, <laughs> I've got some criticism from my former co-workers in the About U.S. What? Like, um, you know, so By I'll saying that she's not working? Uh, exactly. Even when she's taking care of the kids? <laughs> exactly. Is that? No. But I mean, no, but I, that's what I meant. I don't care what he, what he said was the right thing. She yeah. isn't working a traditional nine to five. Right. She's working a 24 seven. Yes, Which absolutely. is a little bit different. And it's, it's really important to men to have someone in their life that will do that. You know, it's and, and a, some it's, men are it's taking a that position. No, it's absolutely. Yeah. I don't take it for granted sure, at all. Uh, but I remember being in a dinner at, at a work event in, in Chicago and uh, some female executives, very close colleagues of mine, and, and still to this day I connect with them. But back then it was, you know, it was early in the relationship, the working relationship. And, and I made, I, you know, she had, we, they went around and were discussing like, you know, you know, kind of family life. And I was like, oh yeah, my wife, you know, we're married. Um, we didn't have kids at the time. Uh, so it was, we were quite newlyweds, and you know, someone asked, you know, is she working? I was like, oh no, and she doesn't have any interest in working. Um, and then, and then, they flew, and they then they came nuts. after me. To say what? What are they talking? What? Uh, the, came at, what? She was so confused. She was like, Why No, I'm, I'm very happy. And and you know, and we were we were you know, the kids were on the way at that point. Oh, she was pregnant with one. Yeah, of them she was, and she was just like she was just, and she told me, you know, you know, honey, just thank you, and she, you know, don't you don't have to worry about that. And uh, you know, I I tell that story because it's just a reminder. It, sometimes you just have to let it go. You, you have to. That's yeah, their life. Block that stuff out. Let me actually had a to pause and say and think, you know. Is is does my wife have a different view? And is she, is, she, is, yeah. she, is she is she yeah is she feeling? And and once I got confirmation that you know there was no issue between us, and she was very supportive and very thankful, very then then there it's, it became a non-issue. Like, so your wife, she let me see, did she ever have any ideas of really starting to work though? She, do you, I'm sure you went down that road. I, I I've encouraged her, you know, especially in the U.S. I think it's just. For my, for with, 
you know, among my circle of friends and you know, everyone's uh, double income and everyone's working. And so, you know, this was new. I mean, I think part of it is she's coming in from Korea, so it was it didn't phase her at all. I mean, right. yeah. But uh, she had a double, dual degree. She's bright, very smart. Uh, she can do whatever she wants. She, she's a biology and economics, so she's but got she, this. She works with her kids, doesn't she? Oh, yeah, absolutely. See, so him, come on, there's yeah. nothing better than that. Oh, shoot, yeah. nothing. Shoot, that's yeah. worth its weight in gold. Yeah. To so have a mother that's with her kids all the time, shoot, yeah. and, and supports them and can understand what they're working on. Oh, yeah, and, and her passions, you can see them coming through in the children as well. I mean, I, she spends the most time with them, but like my daughter, I go back to my daughter, I mean, she, uh, like I said, she's going to take over the world at some point. She's just so smart with finances, and uh, at the same time, she's so curious on the life sciences. Um, my wife, if she could do anything that she wanted back when, she would have gone into culinary school because she's just a phenomenal, she's so phenomenal in the kitchen. And, and it keeps you just right. Oh, yeah. Isn't that uh, nice? And, and, my, and it, it's, that passion has come through in our children. I mean, my, my, it was Mother's Day uh, weekend last weekend, and my daughter, she's, you know, she's down in the kitchen baking banana bread, and she, come like, on she now. loves it. And, and yeah, so at uh, eight years old and, and like, Always asking us to get her, you know, some new tools or new kitchen gadgets so that she can prepare something. Who do you have her at school? So they're at United School of Tokyo. It's a I school. haven't heard, just heard yeah. about it again today. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's a school. It's it's been around, I think, for at least a decade. Um, it's a community international school. It's uh, it's in sh near Shibuya. Yeah, okay. um, so we live in Choto, and it's right. literally three four minutes walk to the school. So you live right behind uh, the Tokyo that's being torn down? Ah, uh, Bunkamura. Yeah, Bunkamura. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So we live mm, that's right, a nice right area. in That's a good area. Yeah. That's it's beautiful, area. beautiful. It is, it is. And uh, we had no idea. Our, our main priority was just, you know, for my wife, somewhere that is walking distance. She didn't want the kids to be on a bus for an hour. Right, I hear um, My first choice would have been ASIJ, but uh, my son being four years old, he, it would have been two different campuses. Uh, and and then on the bus, so that wasn't an option for my wife. We actually struggled to find options where both kids could go together. Oh, yeah. um, and so there were two schools, Yoyogi International and United School of Tokyo. And when we visited Yoyogi, unfortunately, they didn't have enough students for my my son's grade because of COVID. You know, the, uh, and so he would have had to gone up one grade. And so mm -hmm. it made the choice very clear: United mm -hmm. School of Tokyo. And and we're we love it. They have wonderful friends. It's a community school, so it's you know parents are, are quite involved, which is mm -hmm. great. Um, yeah, wow. and I'm enjoying it. So, y are you running the company that's here that you're working with? I I'm not yeah. running the company. I'm I'm I run the finance and actuarial okay. team. So, so I'm the, the CFO. CFO. Yeah, okay. and um, uh, the business here is just completely different from what I've been um, exposed to in our other locations, uh, okay. mainly in the U.S. How so? Um, so in, the U in North America, we're commercial insurers, so okay. we do business, a huge commercial risk of construction of the Madison Square Garden, the Hoover Dam, like the Chicago mm -hmm. Transit Authority, the CTA. Uh, the expansion of the Panama Canal. So, like, this is where Zurich is in the right. North America. We're huge commercial risks. Uh, just about every Fortune 100 company we're doing business with, wow. we're helping them to manage and mitigate mm -hmm. their own risks, and we, we provide solutions. 
in in Japan and and in other parts of the the world as well. We have a big retail presence, meaning you know personal lines. So in Zurich, Japan, people know us as Motor Auto Insurance. Okay. Uh, kind of in back in the states, Allstate, State right, Farm, right, right, right. Um, but more. Uh, direct competitor would have been like Geico, so mm -hmm. direct insurance. Um, so you call up Zurich, Japan, and you ask for for auto insurance, and we'll we'll be there. We don't go through agencies or anything, right. so it's direct. Um, so just I'm learning a lot about the personal line side, the the risks that are involved, mm -hmm. and the financial discipline that's required. Um, but having a lot of fun. So that's what you're doing here. You're auto here. Um, so uh, most people know us as auto, but it's about about forty percent of our our portfolio. We actually do a lot of um, uh, uh, accident and health, so supplemental health, cancer cover. Okay. Um, we, you know, if you if you need uh, quick cash for hospitalization, so we have um, kind of if an uh, uh, unexpected accident happens, mm -hmm. a personal accident, child uh, when children get into accidents. So we. People don't realize it, but Zurich's underwriting that risk right, through okay. all the grocery stores, through the banks, through credit card companies. Mm -hmm. And so when you get a credit card and you have a benefit and you'll look on those benefits, you like, yeah, oh, I have right. accident cover or I have right. um, trip cancellation cover, or automobile, you know, I'm renting a car and you, you, you get collision cover. So those little benefits that come from these different credit card companies Zurich or banks. Uh, we underwrite some of some, some of, of those, those various risks, and yeah. and that's actually quite a big part of our portfolio. Now, how are you finding business? You don't have to go out and get business. You're just taking care of the business that the company's gotten because you're CFO. Oh no, no. <clears throat> like most companies, we we are we are actively um, driving <laughs> new business. We we you, you know, do as a CFO. Uh, I uh, so this is another kind of. Uh, uh, unexpected but very welcome benefit um, of the role. I get exposed and um, get to participate in a lot more than just the pure finance, which, which, which is what I would have been limited to. So in you the can US. actually bring in a sell. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I love that. That's that's what I enjoy the most. I mean, I love getting out there with the business, meeting our partners. So the the entire like mm -hmm. the partnership business with banks and and credit card companies. I mean, I've met several of our partners and. Um, that's interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, from the from the direct auto side, it's it's not so much that I'm going to go in. Oh, well, I'm going to bring business from myself. I mean, right. I'm going to I'm going to make sure that it's insuring my. So if any if anyone needs, you know, uh, auto uh, strongly auto insurance, so you can do you can take care. Help I them can, take care. Yeah, especially because it's not so easy with you know the language uh, English versus Japanese. So oh, that's right. So wait, 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 how would you wait? Wait, do you have people in your office that do yeah, that? Yeah, exactly. They could do the English. Oh part. yeah, absolutely. And oh, that's they can good. Just okay, well that's directly. good. Oh, yeah. let's do this then. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. So I mean, we do. We've expanded. Especially Especially during COVID, to pet insurance and camp camping insurance. And do you do personal effect insurance? Uh, personal effects. For example, if someone has, we, I used to sell insurance. Oh, okay. Ago, so personal effects would be like if I lost my equipment. Oh yeah, or something absolutely. Like that. Home contents. You, know, you, come, and, yeah, you yeah. come in the house and you say, <coughs> but it's difficult to go through everything, so we don't itemize. You basically, ha you can tell. Yeah, exactly. Okay, that vanity oh, yeah. cost this absolutely. and that cost this. this. You, so yeah, you do that? Yeah, we do that. We do home contents. We do property insurance. Okay. We do fire if in, in case you know, something. But you happens. don't handle earthquake insurance. We do. You do. We do. Because uh, that's the hardest to get. It, in Japan. it is hard, and there's a big demand for it. Uh, we don't. We have to 
<laughs> be careful of the risks that we right. take on. But so we work very closely with our reinsurance partners, mm -hmm. uh, Swiss Re to be exa um, uh, exact. Uh, so there's a certain limit that we can, we have an <laughs> yeah. appetite for, but no, we do, we do do EQ. Okay. You just came over here, so you're just getting started. You're enjoying your role, mm -hmm. you're starting your family, your, your family's growing, I mean. Yeah, yeah. You're enjoying that, your wife's enjoying her time. Do you find any things that, that don't appeal to you or that, that you would change, or do you see yourself staying here for a long period of time? I, I, before we came to Japan, it was, it was always, we always assumed, you know, two, three years. Um, I've got a lot of uh, advice from coworkers that have come through Japan and even those that have not come, even uh, left the U.S., you know, don't get stuck there um, because there's, uh, it, we've had some situations where it's very easy to get comfortable. Um, and so, and now I could, actually being here just eight, nine months, I can see, uh, I can see exactly what they were saying. I mean, it's, the quality of life here is quite tremendous. I mean, just, it's, it's very nice. Um, life here is very nice. And so I can see us staying here for a lot longer, um, but we'll have to see. Um, I think time will tell. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's much nicer than, uh, the experience is much nicer than I think I even imagined. Did the, did the club come as a part of your package? Uh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> That's maybe it's becoming the thing now because it used to be very rare. Oh, really? And when when I first came, everyone you couldn't come here without a package. Ah. People couldn't join the club without it. Their companies were paying for everything, and they went. I won't tell you how far they went because then you might feel like your package wasn't that great. <laughs> but I mean, they were really getting good packages. Then they stopped. Mm. when they started hiring local. Ah. So they didn't get the club. And a lot of the foreigners weren't being sit over here by people that were willing to afford the club. They said, we'll give you Japan, but you can, if you want the club, it's on your own. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I think this there is very few people a, that have a package. Yeah, you need, I mean, <laughs> I don't know you how you survive. <laughs> so you're good at what you're doing. So you said, no, I'll come, but you're going to give me all the training. Honestly, I didn't even know that this was part of the package. They're like, oh, by the way, a gym. And I thought it was just you're some really old gym, like 24-hour gym or something. They're trying to keep you, but yeah, so. so you're good at what you're doing. We're, before we end, there's a question I'd like to ask. Daniel, if you could go back in time, knowing what you know now, mm. you're 38 years old, and talk to your younger self, mm. how old would you be, and what would you tell yourself? How old would I be? Yes, and what advice would you give yourself? I wish I wouldn't have taken life so seriously when I was younger. How old were you when that was happening? Uh, probably eight or nine years old. Okay. Were you really serious I kid was then? I was just so much bitterness and that I harbored I think growing up and there was a lot of different reasons for it but it's like just don't take yourself so seriously it's relax relax and just enjoy being eight years old enjoy being I mean because I, I want I want to say that to my daughter because I see a lot of myself in her and I, I think I'm I'm successful to a certain extent and I wish I would have told myself because you know I was always had a chip on my shoulder you know want to get start making money as quickly as possible so I can lead this life that I'm growing up in I mean I, I, I qualify to be on every sports team soccer basketball baseball tennis, you name it but I could never afford to be on any because I, I made it on the basketball team and 
And there's some basketball shoes that everyone has to wear. The team basketball shoes go to Payless. I don't know, even know if you remember. Pay- My mom's like, here, pick a basketball. I'm the only one on the basketball team with the, without the basketball team shoes. So it's not, I mean, so, I mean. Uh, it was not sustainable. So, I mean, that was my life uh, growing up. And so I was just like, very bitter. But yeah, just relax. Don't take it so seriously. And uh, just enjoy. Try to enjoy it. There were so many things that I could go back and be so thankful for. I mean, the, 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 the friendships that I have from second grade, third grade. My best man, guy that I met, Cambodian from third grade. He came to Really? Uh, no, no, You're yeah, still good friends. No, my, my, my circle of friends literally are my childhood friends from middle school, grade school, middle school, high school, university. Came out to visit in, in, to Tokyo a couple months ago. So That's it's beautiful. like, yeah, I, I would dream of that for my children. And so it's like the biggest thing is just enjoy it. And, sure. and, Relax and don't take it so seriously. Don't take life so seriously. Wow, Daniel. Thank you so much, man. Thank you very much, Lance. This was a pleasure. Thank you, really. I want to thank all of you for watching this podcast. Make sure you press like and subscribe. And never forget, it's all on loan. So continue to reach for the stars because you're too blessed to be stressed.